for the pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Tonight's meeting is, uh, like all of our meetings, are divided into two parts. The first part of the meeting will be the public hearings, and that is the time when the appellants can present uh, their case as to why the zoning or building code should not apply to their particular situation. You saw in the application, you have to describe a hardship of some kind, not just I want to do it, but there is not a, uh, a set list of what hardships can be. There are a number of things that would qualify for a hardship or a practical difficulty to comply with the code. Um, that'll be your opportunity to do that. We've all had a chance to look at the properties in one way or another, so we have a general idea of what your project is, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't or couldn't tell us anything that you want to tell about the project, including if you have anything further that would be appropriate to bring to our attention. Um, because the um, variance being asked and affects your neighbors, all of your neighbors would have gotten notice of this meeting and you all put signs up. Thanks everybody for doing that. And those signs are also meant to give notice to the public that you're seeking a variance. Um, for that reason, uh, anyone here of, in the public can speak to any of the appeals and support or object to the appeal. Does not mean that a neighbor saying yes or no means that it happens, but it is something that the neighbors would know. Same thing if uh, you'll be asked if you've talked to neighbors or if you had support from neighbors because uh, the neighbors might know more about the exact situation than we would know. Um, immediately following these public hearings for these three appeals, we will go into our regular meeting and that's when the vote takes place. We have a full complement here, all seven of us. You need four yeses. The four yeses means that this board recommends to City Council the granting of the variance. If um, you get no, you don't get four uh, yes is your appeal stops here and no recommendation has been made. This board has no authority to grant uh, variances. It are the elected officials of the city are the ones who can grant it and that they will vote on any appeal <coughs> we send to them. They will vote on that a week from tomorrow right here and that's when the variance will be decided and will be granted if you get the requisite votes in city council. If you can't attend that meeting either on Facebook or personally, um, call the building department on a week from Wednesday and they will tell you whether your variance has been granted or not. If uh, your variance is granted, you have six months to act upon it or else it will lapse. So um, um, get busy, although I don't think anybody, at least in my time here, has ever not acted on their variance and had it lapse. But um, if you don't, that would be what happened. Um, please call the vote. Please call the roll. Ms. Gagliano? Here. Mr. Hasman? Here. Mr. Caruso? Here. Mayor Ruby? Here. Mr. Collin? Here. Mr. McRodden? Here. Mr. Rose? Here. Our first public hearing is on Appeal 2023-22. It's ARP Heating and Air Conditioning, Inc. for Robert and Kathy Dabrowski for a variance from Section 1326.02 to install a generator in the side yard instead of the rear as required by code, located at 9962 Spearhead Drive, permanent parcel 604. 03-090, thank you for approaching and please identify yourself for the record. My name is Andy Peck, I'm the owner of ARP Heating and Air Conditioning. 
I represent Mr. and Mrs. Dabrowski. Um, you probably all saw the site. Their backyard is all hardscaped with swimming pool and hot tubs and things of that nature. The only code compliant area we have is the left side of the home <coughs> up tight against the house. Um, the, the right side's too close to the gas electric meter in the driveway, so I only have one option there. So that's their hardship is they have no place in the backyard. They have swimming pools and TV sets and you name it back there. The, um, uh, this generator, I know that they have to be run probably weekly. Uh, they have to be tested. Correct. correct. They can cycle weekly every other week or monthly. And uh, um, the, that, that's probably the thing that other, the neighbors might be, have a reaction to when it's going to be. I assume that either this own homeowner with their neighbor or this, the tradition would be to have it sometime when people aren't going to be home, you know, like the middle of the day or something like that. If we it usually is set them for noon on Saturdays, do that to exercise. But if this homeowner would would be able to would be willing to uh, adjust the time, if a neighbor would prefer it be some other day, because then Saturdays they do whatever sure. Sure. they're doing. Um, any other questions from any members of the board? Yes, uh, Mr. Peck, would your uh, client be willing to put arbor body around it to screen it from yeah, the uh, neighbors? I don't think they'll have any problem with that. Okay, thank you, because I'll add an amendment for sure. that. Thank you. Thank you for that. I had uh, forgotten it. Um, Mr. Chairman, I have a question for Mr. Senek, please. Yes. Mr. Senek, with this uh, positioning uh, <coughs> on the application, if that was simply slid directly behind the back line of the house, would that be in compliance? Yes, it would be. So maybe about 20 feet back would be in compliance. So next to the hot tub? Uh, if that's what's back there, yeah. Just but I have to be 10 feet from the hot tub by the electrical code. Does it? Okay. It wouldn't. I don't know if I'd make the ten feet. But for purposes of city code, it's the back line of the house, not Correct. literally behind the house. Correct. Okay. Okay. Thank you. I'm, 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 so you want it behind the house? Is what you're asking? No, I'm just confirming the, the nature of the uh, code. Okay. Yeah. We we when I met with the customer, we discussed putting it in the back near the hot tub. But electrical code requires that I'm ten feet from the water's edge, and I can't get that anywhere in that corner there. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Uh, any other questions? Mr. Hasman. Yes, hi. Uh, Mr. Pack, hello. Hello. Um, I was thinking that as I was looking at it that maybe it could be relocated to the right side of the house uh, uh, at the end of the, the garage doors. Uh, but I think I heard you say just a few minutes ago that it would not be able to be compliant in that area because it was too close to the gas lines and the electrical lines? Well, the gas and electric uh, are the, the, on the right side by the driveway, there's the electric meter and then there's pool equipment there. And it, to get it far enough away from the electric meter was an issue. Hmm. And then being close to the driveway with plowing snow and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. If we examined that, we, we, the customer and I looked at those options too. And I hadn't considered the part about the snow. I think snow, they were worried about, you know, burying it with snow because it's so close to the driveway. Yeah. I'm a little bit concerned about the neighbor. He, he or she has their uh, patio not very far away from the left side of the house there. And yeah. These things are kind of noisy and whatnot, as uh, Ms. McCartan pointed out. Um, uh, have you, has the neighbor been, well, I know they've been talked to. What, what was their response? Do you According know? According to Mr. and Mrs. Dabrowski, the people had no, they're putting a giant pool in right, and the pool's going to be literally right next to the generator, so they didn't have a problem with it. They're putting, I guess there's a giant pool sitting there in their yard and they're going to have it, but where the pool's going to go, I understand it's going to be really close to their property line. So according to the neighbors. 
I, I know that there's a way that you can put some noise suppressant or some sort of a blanket or something on an air conditioning unit to kind of quiet it a little <coughs> bit. Is there such a thing for these generators when they, because I, I know they're pretty loud when they're tested. Yeah, they're loud. They have, there are aftermarket products, but Generac does not condone any aftermarket sound baffling. You have to be three feet away from the generator on the left, right, and front, and this, the aftermarket products cover the generator, and Generac will void the warranty if we put any of those on it. Yeah. So, so you know, fences, trees, those are the only buffers that... As long as they're three feet away, I have to be three foot on the left, right, and front of the generator. Of anything combustible, and then accessibility and that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, still a concern. Well, thank you. Sure. Any further questions from members of the board? Does anyone from the audience wish to speak to this appeal? We're all appellants back there. Hearing no further questions, we're here. Motion to close. So moved. Second. Moved by Mr. McCrodden, second by Mr. Collin. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you, sir. Thank you. Our next uh, public hearing is on Appeal 2023-23, Wade and Jasselyn Perry, for a variance from Section 1151.267 from the minimum required three-foot side yard setback to <coughs> zero feet for the extension of a nonconforming driveway located at 6837 Oaks Road, permanent parcel number 603-07-020. Welcome. Can you identify yourself? I assume you're Mr. or Mrs. Perry, but... That's correct. I'm Jacqueline. And I'm Wade. And we live at 6837 Oaks Road. And tell us about your uh, request. Okay, so right now we want to replace our driveway. We're in the process of renovating our house, and we want to replace the driveway. We've extended our garage so that our cars now fit in our garageway, our garage. However, now to turn those cars around, we've now shortened the back of it. And by code, we can, even though our driveway is not in compliance with current codes being three feet from um, the property next to us, we can replace same for same. So it's grandfathered in. If we wanted to replace the driveway the way it is, same for same. But as we will eventually have two new drivers, um, our children growing up and driving, we want them to be able to pull up and be able to turn their cars around. Because coming out onto Oaks Road now, being between two main roads, traffic, especially if you've driven there during school hours and stuff, backing out of our driveway is a little bit of a concern, especially for our kids, even guests coming in, and it would allow us, so we need that little section. So if you see the little highlighted section, um, if we followed where the code is right now, we'd have to replace our same driveway and then go over three feet and continue our driveway, <laughs> which would allow a little bit more maneuvering, but it would also, by doing, continuing it straight back, just like our neighbors next to us, allow a car to pull in, and then we can come around and either back in or readjust the cars. So we're just looking for that extra space rather than having that area that's just grass right there. And we did talk to the neighbors directly next to us. Um, there's a note in our little file that we turned in. Um, we saw that. They're totally aware. Um, so and you're, no you're just going to extend the pad? Just want to extend the pad. Is what you're doing? Yeah, we want to just include that three feet. So essentially it will look exactly the same, just shift it back. Does that make sense? I have no questions. Any questions from members of the board? So the, so the driveway is already out of compliance? The, it's already it's too close to the line. Yeah, it's, it's, it's grandfathered in. Yeah. It's just that little yeah. section. That's, that's what I mean. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just that little already. section to make it the same <laughs> and just shove it, you know push it back. Got it. 
Thank you. Any other questions? Anybody from the audience wish to speak to this appeal? Do I hear a motion to close? So moved. Second. Moved by um, Mr. Crusoe, seconded Mr. Gagliano. I think it was Mr. Crusoe. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? The next appeal is Appeal 23-24. It's David Madsen for a variance in Section 1326.02 to install a generator in the side yard instead of the rear as required by code. Located at 4563 Hunting Valley Lane, permanent parcel number one, 601-14-034. Mr. Madsen is a neighbor. I normally I do. I'm recusing myself, so Mr. Hasman will deal with that. I'll just make a comment. It's a wonderful neighborhood in Brexville. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, maybe my first question will be for uh, uh, our, own, uh, our own staff people. Uh, how did this arise, Mr. Sinek? We got a, a complaint. And was it from an immediate anonymous name? phone complaint? Anonymous. Okay, thank you. Uh, and uh, I guess I have to uh, 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 let you know that in you know this is the biggest generator I've ever seen, uh, and it has to be tested just like all of the generators. Uh, and it's the one that's already installed there on the side of the house, is it not? Yes. Uh, luckily, the uh, testing is uh, not required, but more than once a month, and can be scheduled at any time. Uh, I was led to believe, and I know that uh, negligence is never acceptable, but I was led to believe with the first permit that we received from Precision when we put the pad down that the, uh, the uh, need or um, reasoning for that pad was known by all, and we were led to believe also uh, by Ohio Generator Systems that they would take care of any additional necessary permits. But in our case, uh, if you're familiar with the property, our property is a, uh, like a cigar shape. It's actually uh, one of the uh, properties on Hunting Valley that has the least amount of side area than almost any single one on the street. I didn't realize that when we bought it. And as you probably already know, um, excuse me, I got bad allergies today, but the uh, pool was already there when we bought the property and it pretty much consumes the entire area behind that behind the house line all the way up to the drainage easement and uh, I've looked we looked it over many times and we thought at that point now first of all if any other permits would have been required I'm more than happy to pay for anything that I missed but in the case of that concrete pad, there already was uh, the pool equipment and the AC uh, unit that was already there. And the reason we replaced that pad was because the previous pad was sloping in a really bad way uh, toward the house over the years. And I believe the pool was built in possibly 2008 and we moved in with that pool. But unfortunately, the pool does consume the majority actually 95% of that area behind the house line up into that drainage easement and behind of course is the scenic preserve. So at that point when we had the new pad poured, I believe that uh, that was the best possible place. Uh, had I known that there were any additional permits needed, I would have gladly uh, requested that. And my, my reason for being here is uh, to request the variance based on not having any real available territory behind that house line. And when I read some of the codes that were there beforehand, 
they made it sound like you have to make sure this generator is away from all windows, all ventilation, and on both sides of the house, I've measured it, we have roughly seven and a half feet from the end of the house to the property line, and that's it. And the only other place that I could ever see would be in the um, scenic <coughs> preserve or in the drainage easement area, which is always disallowed. And I even came into the building committee here downstairs and let them know that, hey, we want to put a generator on that pad. I wasn't aware that, you know, there were additional permits required beyond the permit for the pad. And when we discussed it originally, and I have pictures to show how congested that area is, uh, there's the swimming pool and there's maybe a few trees. And the hardship that I'm claiming is that there really isn't any available space to put that generator. And I know it is rather large. I mean, honestly, the reason we bought it is, uh, you know, I don't want to get everybody thinking about World War III here, but uh, that's the main reason we bought it. But then the secondary reason is we do have medical equipment that we run at night. I stop breathing probably 30 times an hour. I'm on a machine and uh, I'm just looking to uh, get the approval if, if at all possible because I never intended to uh, you know, do anything against code and I tried to, I guess, do everything as, as right as I could, but then we were finding out that we had an anonymous neighbor and I'll be honest, you know, we don't get along with all the neighbors real well, we try. But I do have a letter here. Um, well, here, first of all, here is the first notice of compliance that we got for a pass on the concrete pad. And I thought, well, okay, we're good to go. That's, we did everything we were supposed to. And getting to the letter here uh, from uh, Tim, who owns the 4550 Hunting Valley Lane property. Uh, he said that he had no objection uh, and supports any variance that may be requested. Here I have a letter from that person at this address, uh, one of our neighbors. Uh, none of them were able to attend. Uh, none of them seemed to kind of go against um, the idea of having it there. Actually, Alex Cooper, who I briefly, <laughs> briefly talked to, who's the neighbor on our, actually the side of the generator, he, he stated that he wants a generator just like that. Now, I know it does appear to be rather large, and I have the brochure here for the generator that it is a residential model, and I'm kind of in the same situation that the first appellate was. I mean, he, he's, I would say, a little more prepared than I am, the way that he used his terminology expressing the gas lines. Now, our gas lines are on that left side where the generator is. But we were told by many that that is the business end of the house where we have to have all of the um, uh, electric components because it's, it's the safest area. The area on the opposite side of the house is where the driveway is, and it's within, um, let's see here, I think there's only about two and a half, three feet between the driveway and the next property. <coughs> And uh, like I said, again, the pool consumes everything from the back of the house going to the drainage easement. Uh, there's a walkway and maybe two large trees and really no place to put it there. And uh, I'm just hoping that uh, you know, these things will be considered as to uh, 
there really isn't any good place with the style of property that cigar shaped property that we have and and I'm willing to use any type of enclosure, whether it, warrant, uh, whether it voids the warranty or not, from Gen Generac, because Generac is the, the, um, the brand of generator, which I believe in. And if anybody would complain about that, I'd be more than willing to you know, put a barrier up to surround that you know, out of uh, eyes view um, and the noise. I've heard it run once. It was rather quiet. I was surprised. Mm. And you know it's 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 there just in case we run out of power for like two three days. It's happened before, not often, but uh, generally uh, the reason for this variance that I'm asking for is because in just the way I'm seeing it is you know unless we tear the pool out, there really isn't a place to put it that would be behind that line of the house to where it wouldn't be conflicting. Um, with the neighbors and uh, or actually actually it's, it's mostly about that uh, the uh, scenic uh, scenic area or the uh, drainage easement and I was always told by the building committee downstairs that we couldn't do anything in that area so well mr. Anson thank you very much for a very thorough explanation we sure. we, we appreciate all the detail and especially on uh, your, your uh, thoughts about your hardship uh, so it doesn't sound like there are really any other opportunities for you. As I looked at it, once again, similar to what we had already discussed in the first appeal, it seemed to me like maybe you could put it on the, I think it's the north side of your house, at the end of your driveway there. But uh, there is a window down there, and so that probably would have conflicted with it, certainly with the generator as large as that one is. And part of the reason we didn't want to put it, that was a good example, on that right side is we didn't want to have uh, that too close to the neighbor's because it would be right there, right? You know, the neighbor's driveway and our driveway is pretty much touching right there. And if that thing were to run, I'm sure it wouldn't be that loud, but uh, it's just right in their view 24 seven. And I was, what, I have some pictures here that you can actually keep if you wanna see them. The current uh, generator where it's located is surrounded uh, by well, I would say by trees, by uh, there's some fencing that we're going to redo. Uh, but you're, you're able to uh, keep these if you like. I have copies, <clears throat> but I have the street view here, as you see it from the road, right. and uh, you can pass them along. Oh, there. thank you. I think some of those are in the packet. It just shows the exact details of what somewhere. we're looking at. Um. So, uh, and as far as the neighbor to the south, um, I, I want to say that it's, uh, I don't have a right address side? here, but anyhow, on the left-hand side of your home there, where the generator is now? Coopers, yeah. They, they have not object, they have not, well, it says here that you didn't contact the neighbors, but did I hear you say that yeah, they didn't we, object? Yeah, we used to get along, so I didn't want to bug them. We had some bullying stuff with the kids, you know, and I, and I do hear things from Alex because he's a very quiet guy. He mentioned to Tim, which gave me the letter that said he supported this, that Alex likes the generator and he's actually looking to get one similar to it. And that's when I knew that he wasn't in any objection. Because I always thought that, uh, you know, they do, I guess they have a lot of pool parties, a lot of loudness, and you'll never hear me complain about anyone's uh, festivities, uh, music, anything. I, I sleep. You know, when I do sleep, I don't hear anything. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
And it seemed like he was liking the idea of having one similar, and that's why I never really went to him because we haven't been speaking for a while mm -hmm. because of the kids. It's a, it's a bullying incident that happened on the uh, on the bus. So you know, since then, it's I don't want to get off track here. Yeah, but. yeah. Now, well, the, I also noticed that the screening there between the two your two homes yeah. was pretty thin. Very uh, thin, yeah, seven like, and a half. Like feet. we mentioned, and like Mr. McCrodden mentioned earlier, would you be willing to put additional screening? Oh, yeah. there to make sure that it not only buffers the noise but also the the, the visual aspect of it. Yeah, my main concern, to be honest with you, was the visual. And I thought by placing it there and you're able to keep those pictures if you want, is to make sure that no one could see it um, from the road and also not easily see it from where they live. Mm -hmm. And uh, like I said, I haven't spoke to Alex about it, but I'm more than willing to put a barrier up, whatever it needs to beautify that area to, I guess, hide it. And I know that people are concerned about warranties. I'm not because I, you know, I know that warranties are only good under certain circumstances, and they're usually not always honored. But uh, I, I'd be more than willing to enclose it as long as it's safe, you know, and it's far enough away from the generator itself that uh, there wouldn't be any type of fire hazard. And as looking through the codes, the part of the reason, as you mentioned before, we wanted to keep it away from that right side by the driveway because there were too many windows there. And my biggest fear is, a generator, even though it's cooled and it runs efficiently, you never know something could happen with the generator. And having windows there, it would just, you know, say something broke in the generator and came out and hit the window, and you never know because it's an engine. So I thought the safest place would be next to a brick wall and also not near ventilation. And that was the reason there. Thank you very much. Sure. Um, are there other questions or comments from members uh, of the board, Mr. McCrodden? Uh, Mr. Manson, Mr. how long Collin. have you lived in this residence? I'd say roughly uh, three and a half years. And when was the generator installed? Uh, that was probably uh, three, three months ago, roughly two months, two months ago. I'm sorry, time passes fast for me because I don't have the exact date here, but uh, I can look here. No, that, that's fine. And were you dealing with a Generac? Uh, Representative, or were you dealing with a contractor that uh, basically poured the cement, obtained the generator, and dumped it uh, on top of the pad? Uh, first, we contacted Precision because they are the company that does the majority of the work at Hunting Valley Lane, and they were uh, had had a lot of good reviews. So, uh, as we do, we from neighbor to neighbor, we find the contractor that does the pad, and then I called Gen Gen Generac. Uh, I don't know. I always say it wrong. Uh, Generac, and I asked them for what is the best local contractor that you have with the highest reviews that will come out here and do the work, and they recommended Ohio Generator, and I've read the reviews online. They seem to be very proficient. They, uh, they knew what they were doing, and we discussed placement over and over and over again, and uh, they thought, Ohio generator that is that this was the safest place for this to where it wasn't going to be a problem for the neighbors left or the right side and uh, you know not just because of ventilation and windows but uh, closer to the you know the fuse panels closer to the business end of the house as he said it so did Ohio generator uh, did you buy the unit directly from Ohio generator or did precision take care of the acquisition uh, precision was strictly for the pad, 
and uh, Generac or Generac uh, was was the separate uh, financial transaction, which was totally separate from Precision. They're not uh, together. Uh, one did not suggest the other. If that's what you were meaning on that. And one final question. Yes. Uh, who then has responsibility for the placement of the uh, generator? Okay, once we I did... I don't mean legal responsibility. I mean, who told you where it should go? Uh, that was Ohio Generator Systems, which they are, uh, uh, what do you call it, the authorized dealer of Generac. Okay. And it was their best idea uh, once we went over a few options that, well, first of all, we showed them the property. The pool was taking up all the area. And uh, they thought best to have it there where we already had the existing pool equipment and an AC unit, a smaller AC unit, which takes care of the uh, upstairs is over there. And, uh, you know, there's plenty of room between these units, and we were told that that was the best area that would be somewhat concealed from the neighbors. Thank you. Thank you. Mr. McCrod. Uh, Mr. Mazden, would you uh, be kind enough to submit that letter for the record from your neighbor? Yes, yes. Uh, you can have it. I have multiple copies here. Mr. Madsen, can you also bring up the literature on the generator? Yes. Thank you. <clears throat> Thank you. I'm trying to see if I missed anything here. We have one more neighbor, uh, last name of uh, Makram. They are both dentists at 4551. He said he was okay, wanted to write a letter, couldn't be here, but uh, I think they're just too busy, the both of them. They're both working, uh, probably work as much as I do, but uh, they weren't able to get the uh, email done or letter done or be here today. Mm -hmm. uh, there's, uh, those were the two that I, I contacted that I knew uh, I had a better uh, rapport with, I guess, the ones on the on the street that I talked to the most. Thank you, well, Mr. McCrodden. Um, I, I was thinking that uh, it might be a good idea to build into the motion uh, something about screening around uh, the generator. That, that sounds fair. Uh, would would is that something you might be able to compose on the fly for us as you've done Happy so to. well in the past? Thank you. Uh, any, uh, would anyone else, uh, are there any other comments or questions from members of the board? Uh, are there any comments or questions from members of the audience? Um, hearing none, then might I have a, uh, a motion from someone on the board to? Uh, so moved. Second. Second. Um, Second. All those in favor, say aye. 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 Um, I think we're concluded with that Abstain. particular piece of business. Thank you very much. Back to you, Mr. Chairman. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Madsen. Thank you. Um, call yes. the roll for the regular meeting. Please call the roll for the regular meeting. Ms. Gagliano? Here. Mr. Hasman? Here. Mr. Caruso? Here. Mayor Ruby? Here. Mr. Collin? Here. Mr. McRodden? Here. Mr. Rose? Here. Uh, we've received the minutes from our May meeting. Are there any 
comments, <clears throat> changes, questions about those minutes? Do I hear a motion to approve as submitted? So moved. Second. Moved by Mayor Ruby, seconded by Mr. Caruso. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Any opposed? Thank you. Do I hear a motion on appeal 2023-22? Mr. Chairman, I move that this Board of Zoning Appeals vote on and pass along the City Council <coughs> Appeal 2023-22 for a variance from Section 1326.02 to install a generator in the side yard, comma, and here I'd insert an amendment. Provided arborvitae screens are added as approved by the city arborist, comma, uh, finishing the amendment, instead of the rear as required by code located at 9962 Spearhead Drive, permanent parcel 604-03-090. Second. Moved by uh, Mr. McCradden, seconded by Ms. Gagliano. Any further discussion? Please call the vote. Mr. Rose? I go last. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Mr. Hasman? Yes. Ms. Gagliano? Yes. Mr. Caruso? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Collin? Yes. Mr. McCrodden? Yes. Mr. Rose? Yes. <laughs> Do I hear a motion to appeal 2023-23? Mr. Chairman, I would move that we, this board vote on, and if approved, pass for council consideration. A variance, appeal 2023-23, a variance from section 1151.267 from the minimum required three foot side yard setback to allow zero feet for the extension of a non-conforming driveway located at 6837 Oaks Road, parcel number 6030720. Second. Moved by Mr. Cruz, second by Mr. Collin. Any further discussion? Please call the vote. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Collin? Yes. Mr. McRodden? Yes. Mr. Rose? Last again. <laughs> Ms. Gagliano? Yes. Mr. Hasman? Yes. Mr. Caruso? Yes. Mr. Rose? Yes. And uh, I will turn the, to you, Mr. Well, Hasman, for you, the Mr. final Chairman. appeal. Uh, may I have a motion, please, on appeal 2023-24? Mr. Chairman, I recommend this board of zoning appeals pass, uh, vote on and pass along the city council appeal 2023-24. For variance from section 1326.02 to install a generator in the side yard, comma, and here I insert an amendment, provided by arbor, provided arborvitae screens are added as approved by the city arborist, comma, end of amendment, instead of the rear as required by code, located at 4563 Hunting Valley Lane, permanent parcel 601-14-034. Second. Thank you. Been moved and seconded. Any further discussion? If not, hearing none, please call the roll. Mr. McRodden? Yes. Ms. Gagliano? Yes. Mr. Hasman? Yes. Mr. Collin? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Caruso? Yes. Mr. Rose? Abstain. Back to you, sir. Thank you. All three of our uh, uh, your appeals have been recommended uh, by us to City Council. As I said, uh, that'll be a week from tomorrow when you'll find out if City Council has approved it. Um, and you can watch on Facebook or you can call the building department. Um, report from Council. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, as you've seen around town, the road program is in full swing. So everyone pay attention to the guys working out there. Um, we're making great headway with Greenhaven. Um, Calvin and Route 82 is progressing nicely. It's been a little bit of a slow go, but um, it's doing well. Um, we have our new service director who started, Mr. Mm -hmm. Kickle. Uh, so far, 
He seems to be settling in really well. He brings over 20 years experience in public works to the city. So that's been good. Um, and we found out recently we've been awarded um, some grant money that over the next three years, so 24, 25, and 26, will um, get a significant amount of funding to repave essentially all of Brexwell Road from the county line south up north to uh, to the border with Independence. So it'll be done in three phases. Um, the, the last phase will be the phase in front of Valor. The first phase will be Miller South, mm. then they'll do 82 North, and then they'll finish that piece kind of between Miller and, uh, would it be, well, 82, right? Right. Um, and we also, uh, thanks to the mayor, the administration, a couple of our department heads, we've also got some uh, a significant amount of grant money, almost half a million dollars, that'll go towards the improvements we're doing up at Kids Quarters. So uh, nice. they're doing a, a really good job at going after that, that money for the city. And uh, with that, that concludes my report. That's fantastic news. Congratulations to mayor and council for accomplishing that mayor ruby uh, just one thing the 23rd 24th and 25th is home days i hope to see you all there if you see me i'll buy an ice cream cone there you go. <laughs> we'll probably see you because you'll be there um we'll take you on a i just want to welcome uh, lisa canzoni as our recording secretary um for this uh, so we're looking forward to getting your your minutes and figuring out how we how we do things over the next time but welcome we're looking forward to working with you anything else for the good and welfare so I have a motion to adjourn. So moved. Second. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. I stand adjourned. Thank you all for your patience.